Anyway, um, so I wrapped up Stranger Things over the weekend, but I know you don't care about that, but I would like to talk about it a little bit. Okay, go for it. I was worried that season three would be worse than seasons one and two, because that's sometimes what happens with TV shows. But nope, season three is maybe my favorite season of the bunch. I don't know. I just like how the relationships are. I like that they leaned into the fact that Steve is the single mother of all of these middle schoolers. And he gets guff from other people in high school and people out of high school because he's graduated from high school at this point. And he's working in a mall at an ice cream shop. And these kids come up and they're like, hey man, where's Steve? And the co-worker's like, uh, what is going on? And he doesn't care. He doesn't care. They have shared life-changing experiences, life-threatening experiences, and they're all still alive. And that is all. I like it a lot. And the Russian plot, I feel like, doesn't make... I don't know. It, it makes a bit of sense, but I'd like to know what the Russians were after in the Upside Down. Because the Upside Down, as far as I can tell, it's just a place of death and destruction and there's a monster in there waiting for you and it's going to eat you and there's nothing you can do about it unless you escape so I, I don't know I don't feel like they were after it for purely scientific concerns because there was like a general guy there who's like this test didn't work you have one year or you're going to the gulag and it's like okay this isn't really how science works is it maybe it's how like Soviet era science works but I'd have to do some research on that so it's just, it's interesting, that was good, that was honestly good, how the Russians were involved, it was nice to bring the Cold War into the whole concept of 1980s Stranger Things, but I'd just like to know a little bit more about their motivations as to why they were doing what they were doing, but otherwise the characters are great, I love the new characters, I loved Alexi, I loved Robin, uh, I thought that uh, Billy did a fantastic job acting, he was possessed for most of the season, but fantastic work by that actor, whatever the heck his name is. And yeah, overall, I can highly recommend Stranger Things Season 3. Hope I didn't spoil too much of it for anybody, but if I did, I am sorry. It's been out for like three weeks by this point. So Stranger Things Season 3, Falcon Stamp of Approval. All righty then. All right. And this is me not trying to convince Somicron to watch it because I'm not going to try that. But I'm going to say it might be worth some time. All righty then. Although, the fact that you have The Last of Us in your home and a PlayStation on which to play it. And I've heard The Last of Us. What do you want about? Yeah, you do. I have, a, I have the PlayStation. I don't have a. I don't have the copy of the game Last of Us. I thought your roommate had a copy. No. So oh, my brother right. might. Oh, right. Your brother. Oh, your brother might. I you said your brother did. Okay. All right. So it's not as easy as all that. But I'm just right, saying. Right. It's all... It's also like an eight-year game, eight-year-old game. I could probably pick it up pretty cheap somewhere. Yes. Anyway, yeah. what I'm saying is I've tried really hard to get Salmacron to play this game, and it's easier for him to do that, I think, and he hasn't done it. So I'm just saying I don't have any hopes. That's all. It's all good. Everything's fine. Thus ends the Stranger right. Things portion of the podcast. And cut. All right, great. So... <laughs> And audacity, just make a mark right here. <laughs> Time note, 4 minutes, 52 seconds. 
Welcome uh, to the start of the show, people. <laughs> I did watch uh, some more Steins Gate, though, which we've talked about on the pod, but it was a while ago. I kind of lost track of it when a bunch of more stuff started coming out that was newer and more important. Mm-hmm. But I was actually looking at my list of things to watch, and I was like, everything's done. Holy crap. There was a time back in May where I thought I'd never be done watching shows and new episodes that were coming out that I cared about. But we're here. We're actually in a part where I don't. So uh, to Steinsgate, it is finishing that one. And I just, again, I am struck by how hard they try to make us feel like we're in Japan in the middle of July, like in the middle of a heat wave, because it just is oppressively hot all the time. And there's no air conditioning in this apartment where you're spending a lot of your time. And you could just hear those like, cicadas or crickets or something just absolutely running full speed all the time like they do in summer in some certain places Mm -hmm. so it's just like i man there's there's like time travel going on and crazy stuff but i'm seriously just struck at how this is summer in japan they're trying to be with this show it's very interesting an interesting choice Okay. I've, anyway, I've not seen it, so you haven't seen Couldn't, it, right? Right. This is comment. just Falcon rambling about stuff, and Samakaran having no context for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's good. I'm on like episode nine of season one, and we basically discover the fact that our main character, who's a bit of a crazy person, self-styled mad scientist, actually does have the ability to send messages back in time and change the time stream, and rem- be aware enough to recognize the changes in the timeline. Whereas Ooh. everybody else is just like, mm, like, what are you talking about? What changed, mm-hmm. right? So this show has time travel and you're still watching it? Still watching it. Okay. It, if, if how, like, Is it a lot of time travel or is it like a little bit of time travel? It's, so far, they've just been experimenting with the fact that they can send messages back in time and that can change things. Mm. They haven't changed anything major yet. So once they try to start using it to like save the world, I might have some problems with this. <laughs> <laughs> but like little incidental right. things, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I don't know what it is. Okay. Because uh, there's a, a show that you absolutely should watch called uh, The Future Diary. Oh yes, I believe we discussed that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're okay with some time travel elements, I would say you're gonna like the first twenty episodes of this show and then probably hate the last four but i think it'll be okay by that point you're like need to finish it will have kicked in and you'll power through it that seems entirely accurate i think that's how that would work <laughs> hey it's on hulu i already have hulu that's easy oh good you i'll add it, it on it to my list as long as i'm watching japanese time travel shows might as well do this one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not one for the kids uh no make sure make sure they're in bed around that one uh, very little of what i watch is honestly for the kids well, yeah, I'm just throwing it out there for anyone else listening. Oh, yeah, okay. It's uh, rated TVMA here in the States here, so, yeah. Yeah. Added to my list. Mm-hmm. There's a very serious-looking uh, young man mm-hmm. staring at me Pointing on this page. A uh, not that I can see, actually. Isn't the cover of him holding a gun? Uh, at least for what they're using for Hulu, it's just he's staring at me, and... There's like a girl draped on him, looking at him lovingly. Okay. But he's not interested in her. He's looking at me with angry <laughs> eyes. Fair enough. That's how you know he's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, sweet. I'll give it a shot. It says season one here, there are 26 episodes. Is that all it is? Uh, I, there is like a 
OVA, but I've yeah. not seen that. Yeah. So the story completes basically in one in twenty six episodes, though. Uh yeah yeah I will. Cool. Uh yeah sure. Hey. <laughs> it, it it's one of those things where um. It, it there's always open for more right. Uh okay so it's not like it's right. a cliffhanger but there are some dangling threads there. Uh sure. Like like I can't I can't tell you. You can how tell me if it, it ends how... on a cliffhanger. Okay. Uh, sure. I would mm. I would call it technically a cliffhanger. It's not like a cliffhanger like what's gonna happen. It's you clearly know what's happened and what that means, sort of. And it makes no. It makes some sense, but it makes no sense. And it like it leaves it open for more. You're not really convincing but, me to watch this now, Samacron. <laughs> I'm trying to talk around like. The last three episodes. I know. <laughs> and everything that happens. You're not, you're not making it easy for me to sell you it. That's entirely fair. Shouldn't be easy. Yeah. Should be hard. Yeah. I, but although at this point, again, I need stuff to watch. So that'll work. Uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll fill the void. And all of my copious amounts of free time that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much free time. Mm-hmm. Just oodles. Oodles of it. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. Oh yeah, so I finished Attack on Titan season three. I thought there might be another episode, but uh, then mm-hmm. there wasn't a new episode this week, and I was like, oh okay, I guess it's over. <laughs> so, uh, it's good. It's good stuff. I forget how much of that you've watched. The first two episodes, somewhere around there, two or three episodes. Okay, so y- you know how like part of the mystery is where did Aaron's dad go? Yeah. Yeah, that gets answered. Holy crap, does that get answered? Do you turn into a titan? I can tell you. I mean, I don't care. Okay, sweet. So, spoilers for Attack on Titan Season 3, Part 2. So, yeah. Basically, if you have titan powers, like conscious titan powers, you have a 13-year lifespan once you get them. You are bequeathed these powers. You're incredibly strong with all this, like, stuff going on. But then you die after 13 years. Oh, Okay. So basically, he had a mission to complete, Aaron's dad did, but he couldn't get it done, and his time was running out. So he took his eight-year-old son into the forest, turned his eight-year-old son into a titan, and then had him eat his own dad to take his powers over and give him a new 13-year window to complete the stuff. Hold on, hold on. on. Aaron ate his dad. Aaron ate his dad, and that gave him a new 13-year window? Yes. So basically, oh, there's so much stuff here. So everybody in within the walled city has the ability to turn into a mindless brute titan. Like the ones that come and try to kill them all the time. Right. You just inject them with a certain special formula and they will turn into a brainless titan and just eat people because that's what they're driven to do. If right. you're in that form and you eat a person who holds the power of a intelligent titan... You gain those powers. And okay. that person dies. Right, but how does that increase Aaron's dad's 13-year window? It doesn't. Finish it, it. it doesn't. It just gave Aaron this new 13-year window to get it done. Oh, did did Aaron get it done? How long has he had these powers? You said when he was like seven? Well, he's, he's like, like eight. He's probably like 15 now. 20. Okay. 16, maybe. So he's got some time. He's got some time, but man, like he's had this clock running for... Ever and you had no idea. 
Also, he ate his dad. I was just like, holy crap. What's interesting, too, is they don't make this explicit. Uh-huh. Like, you just find, you get into the basement and you feel, like find the writings of Aaron's father and what he's been trying to do. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you just kind of have to, like, later on piece it together and be like, wait, so this means that, so that. Holy crap! <laughs> Aaron ate his dad because they never say that on the show, but that's totally what happened. Amazing. Hmm. Anyway, that's pretty cool. I mean, I've been honestly kind of down on Attack on Titan over the last couple seasons because they've been kind of spitting their wheels a bit. But this last season mm-hmm. has been getting stuff done, and I am appreciative. It's beautiful. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> it's uh, Attack on Titan. Again, check that one out. As long as we're talking about anime today, apparently that's what the entire pod is going to be about. Apparently. But I really don't think there's actually that much... Uh, like in terms, like I can I can give you more recommendations, but that's, I really don't have much else to say. True. Like if you want either. a another recommendation, I would recommend uh, the movie. So you know it's only like an hour and a half, but it's called A Silent Voice. A Silent Voice. Z- yeah. Let's see. A silent... Oh crap! There's a Netflix movie I needed to watch too. I think I added that to my list already, though. Hmm. Hang on. Quick sidebar here. Where is my list? I added. Uh, was it I am mother? Mm, don't know. Apparently, it's Australian. It's tagged as cyborgs and robots, Australian and thriller. It might be set in Australia then. Cool. Oh no, it was next gen. It was next gen. I saw a post on Reddit about it. it looked interesting, and some people were talking about it like it was a good deal. Anyway, so I need to watch Next Gen, which is, again, it's Netflix movie, and I Am Mother, maybe, which is a two-hour Netflix movie. And now, A Silent Voice, which is available where in my country? Hmm. It's on Netflix. All right. Oh, Next Gen. Yeah, I've seen that. That's oh, did actually you watch it? Fun. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. it's, on, it's on my list, my summer list of Netflix movies to watch. Oh, man, we're going to have so much to talk about next episode. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'll, have, I'll do my best here. I am caught up on my buffer. Oh, yeah? That's I actually, good. Uh, I spent a week at home last week um, because that was part of the ongoing plan for Falcon to provide care for the kids while the wife is out of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was home. And I just basically, like the days before I took that break at home, I was just like, I'm not going to cast anything. I'll be able to get it back. And I did. <laughs> I did. did so yes. So the it's up. The buffer's good. I just have to cast basically one thing, maybe two things a day, in addition to, you know, streaming in the different places that I stream, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. should be good. Sleep is for the week. It is. Sleep is indeed for the week and those who need it. Yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah, I mean okay, so I've now got proper internet. You do. I noticed. Your yeah, streaming looks so yeah. good. Oh, does it? Excellent. It's incredible how much better it is compared to what it used to be. It used to be very sad. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I have a problem where basically the only game that I'm playing right now is Solitaire. Wow. And so okay. I'm, I'm wondering, do I just stream Solitaire? I'm, uh, I'm going to go to Twitch and see who else is streaming Solitaire right now. <laughs> Probably no one. You don't think so? Well, I mean, maybe someone. It's a big place, man. There's serious solitaire, which I don't is know. apparently League of Legends. What the crap? 
Nope. No, nobody's streaming Solidaire. <laughs> well, that means uh, I can uh, corner the market. That's your window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's your uh, market yep. inefficiency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's worth a shot. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm I'm doing literally nothing except for playing solitaire if I'm playing a game, and so why not? You know, agreed. Um, agreed. Might as well. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to watch me play solitaire. That's the problem. Well, I don't know. It's worth a shot, maybe. I mean, I imagine it's going to be a lot of backseat gamers. Like, oh, you missed how you can move that six. Well, but that's every game. It doesn't matter what you play. You're going to have backseat gamers. Right, but the problem is with something like StarCraft, you can have a backseat gamer who says, oh, you should have expanded, and then you can debate the point. If I miss the six, I miss the six. Yes, it's true. Right. It's like... Ha- having a backseat gamer is one thing. Having a backseating gamer that's always right is an entirely n- another question. Right. Yeah. Hmm. 3.7 thousand people watching StarCraft 2 right now. That does not seem like a big number. That is not a big number. No. And it is, like, there's nothing on at the moment, so it doesn't surprise me. Well, no, but I mean, League of Legends has 70,000 people. You think there's something on right now? No, probably not. Let me find but out. That's the that's the comparison. What do you mean, but that's the comparison? Well, they're just more popular. <laughs> that's the comparison. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, that's, that, that's their nothing going on. This is our nothing going on. Right. It's just crazy. Crazy how much bigger. Even Fortnite, which, I don't know. Fortnite. My kid says the kids don't like Fortnite anymore, but apparently it's still doing okay here on Twitch. Yeah, 109,000 views ca- casually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Overwatch is still up there. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is still up there. Yep. Uh, Counter-Strike is still up there. Minecraft. Just chatting. Yeah. Wow is up there. Is just, just chatting literally just people on Twitch, like, hanging out? Yep. Just hanging out. I mean, I guess that does have some pretty universal appeal. A lot of people like to talk. Mm-hmm. Is it Q&A format, or are you just like, tell me about your day? Like, I don't... I've never watched any of these. I'm going to find... I'm going to look at uh, them real quick. I mean, some... I, even, I imagine some of them are, like, Q&A. Um, like, eventually you run out of questions, though, if you do this a lot. Uh, probably. Here's one that's alcohol plus two sisters, one room. I mean, I don't know what's going on there, but... Uh, it's a just chatting stream with 1,800 viewers. Yep. Boobs help. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's someone that looks like they're playing a game, but they're in the just chatting category. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. They're playing well. Playing. Yeah. Well, if you put yourself in a category with less viewers, <laughs> uh, you could be at the top of that category. So anyone who looks there, you can see them first. They'll see you first. It's true. Hacks. Yep. Twitch hacks. Total cheating, but... <laughs> yep. This one has a picture of Mel Gibson looking out of a window. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the thumbnail is right now. I don't know why. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, internet nerds, we are so thirsty. It's incredible. Like, seriously, half of these are like, I'm a female streamer who happens to be showing myself from the waist up. Oh, no, I have cleavage. Huh. Hmm. What a coincidence. Yeah, this is what it is. It is. It's not their fault. Like, it's the people who watch it, Twitch's fr- fault. I mean, yeah. Uh, I I would just 
like I don't even have a problem with them. I have a problem with the people who have a problem with them, because it, it, I wouldn't. I don't care if they have different view, like more viewers than me, because they're selling something different to who I am. My product isn't competing with them. It's like I'm I'm selling apples, but that guy's selling Ferraris. How dare they? <laughs> you know, I, I just don't see why people get mad about it. I really you, don't. You literally can't sell Ferraris though. <laughs> It's not like I made a different life choice. I, I'm not doing what they do. Let them do their own thing. I literally no. cannot sell Ferraris, Somicron. I No, but I could try and sell Ferraris. I could sell Ferrari interest shares or timeshares or something, right? Like, I could do what they're doing. It just wouldn't be as popular. Do you have tits? I don't think you can. <laughs> no, but what they're doing is just pandering to a crowd. All right. The crowd of people on Twitch that like looking at tits. It's a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's statistically more than fifty percent of the population, right? Yeah, but it doesn't but, uh, bother on, me. On I don't Twitch, care. though, it's a much bigger percentage of the population. There are more dudes on Twitch than women, for sure. Oh, probably, but I don't. Probably, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I have to ask Twitch. You don't? What? Are you serious? I mean, I frankly, the, the the population demographics for the entirety of Twitch don't interest me. Break it down by category, and maybe. Hmm. What, okay, but why not? As I'm thinking about this, why does it not interest me? Yeah, because I don't find it to be actionable information. Like, what am I going to do? The finding out that oh, more men like there are more men watching Twitch streams than there are do, uh, females. Well, then you know what group to pander to. You pander to the men. Right, but as you've clearly said, I can't do that. True fact. That doesn't bother you at all. <laughs> You can't no. pander to men? No. Men are garbage. If I, can't, if I can't do anything about it, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Whatever. That's a good point. It, it, it's a very stoic it, stoic attitude you have there, Somicron. Right, but here's the thing. It would bother me more if I knew I couldn't do it and there was no other way to like make this work. If all the top Twitch streamers were just like that and not you know, people who actually make good content... Then I'd have a problem with it because it's clearly that's the only way to succeed. It's a good point, actually. Yeah. No, apparently to succeed, you need to take cameras into the bathroom at E3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get right on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking on. about having just instead of taking one in person, I'm gonna up it by just installing one in the ceiling. Yeah. No, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. That'll yeah. get you yeah. all of the success on on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna name What's names it? here because I don't want to give any more publicity than we've already gotten. But yeah, like the dude Twitch suspended the person who did this and like came back and his numbers were thirty percent higher than they used to be. All publicity is good publicity. Yeah, the same thing happened to him when he uh, like it came out that he was like cheating on his wife and that him and his wife were gonna go into like couples counseling and stuff. He took like a uh, like a three week break from streaming. He came back and was like. 50% higher than what he normally was. In like, that dude's insanely popular. Teflon, man. Nothing sticks. <laughs> but I yeah. guess looking at who the president of the United States is, maybe that's just where we are as a society. There's a large <laughs> number of people who are okay with bad behavior. Like, they look up to it for some reason, or they at least find it interesting, right? Well, I mean, interesting's, uh, like morally ambiguous right like yes. good and bad things are interesting uh, having a president that calls 
you know tells people to go back to their own crime infested countries that's interesting but it's not yeah uh, morally I, ambiguous there's this definite leaning there on the dial yeah correct i just meant interesting in the sense of i bet there are people that watch like offensive twitch streamers because it's interesting not because they like aspire to be them you know what i mean or they really mm. agree with what they're saying it's just a train wreck on some level yeah i mean there's definitely people that will watch a train wreck because it's a train wreck yeah like with avalo um, like how many people watching avalo streams really are like avalo is my hero versus this is at least going to be crazy stuff right 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 uh, I, I don't know how you'd break that. I think he's perma-banned now as well. He is. Um, That's why I used him as an example, because I can't give him more viewers by mentioning him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God that guy's banned. He's a douchebag. Um, Zero. God. But there are mm, the Avalo bros on Twitch. I don't understand those guys at all, but they exist, and there are a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to, uh, trying to think. Because he's got, like, that interesting train wreck personality. Yes. Right. Yo. Uh, and people follow him either because they think it's a meme because on camera people aren't them they're like their persona of them I don't think it's ever fair to say someone's being completely honest about who they are on a stream uh, hmm. and so I, I there are some people who think oh it's just an act with the villa uh, I think part of it was but then it like it took over like it's uh, like the snake that eats itself. He's like, oh, if I act this way, I'll get more viewers. And then he just turned into a douchebag. Like, it was already kind of there, but then it just, like, fed itself. And now he's a wanker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That is a distinct possibility. I don't know. But I think I think people, like the Ivy Bros, still kind of just feel like, oh, it's a meme. It's on the internet. It's fine to say this and be like that. Some of the times towards people, which it's probably not, right? Oh, a good thing to do that. Um, yeah, I'd go with definitely not, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. I mean, saying stuff in Twitch chat like Avalo's the like savior of esports. I don't think it's like never bad to say that, or never a good thing to say that. It's, it is what it is. It's just words and noise, but it's when it starts to take shape and direct it at someone then it's a problem true right i, I think um the, the problem is tech speak has no sarcasm like you can't sarcastically say oh yeah a villa is the savior of esports ha 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 in text it doesn't work if you and say so just, ha 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 at the end that might actually work well ha 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 maybe but if it was on twitch i would expect a kappa Kappa would work better for me than yeah, ha-ha-ha. exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can do it. You just have to mm. literally express that you are laughing right now in order to let your uh, yeah to express what you're actually saying. Right, but we then have to assume like everyone who doesn't do it just isn't forgetting it or missed it or something, right? Like, and they all 100% intend on it. I don't know. It's weird to do that. I think it is weird. You think the people who legitimately like think they're clowning, but aren't, and people nobody knows. You know what I mean? They're like, ah, I'm obviously I'm being facetious here, but literally nobody knows that they are. Yeah, I I, I believe uh, there's like a non-zero chance that some of those people do think they do that. Hmm, I I wouldn't concerning. rule it out. I don't think it's I don't think it's a large majority. I think the okay. like 
the it, when you get to a Twitch channel and like you'll learn who the regulars are, the regulars will always do it if they are uh, clowning, and they won't do it if they're not. Like because they're the regulars, they they know what the protocol is, right? Like yeah, no nobody's like Avila is the savior of eco uh, esports in Avila's chat with a kappa. <laughs> no, <laughs> but somewhere else they probably are. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all complicated. It's very, very complicated. Yep. Anyway, it's I guess what we're trying to say compl- here is if you're being facetious on the internet, be really make clear sure about it. Yeah, make sure it's unmistakable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, that's uh what you gotta do. It's today's today's lesson from the podcast. Done. Yeah, yeah. We have now successfully achieved our goal of being socially responsible on the podcast this time around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Yep. Yeah. So far, so good. Uh, tune in next week where we talk about doing your taxes on time. <laughs> what do your taxes do? Mine are due in April, so I'm good for a while. Uh, mine are due in July. Oh, shoot. That's coming right up, if not already done. Uh, <laughs> they're not done. Uh uh, my, like we get a payment summary basically says from our employer we paid you this much for this financial year yeah we got the same and that, yeah I didn't get mine until yesterday oh and I went to do my taxes like fill in the return and I'm like oh I still need like my receipts that I get sent from like my annual charity donations so I can't submit it yet before I get like everything together yeah so I'm just waiting okay yeah yeah same but thing. I have I have to like August so it's fine Oh, so it's not July. It's actually August. Well, I mean, the sooner I do it, the sooner I get my tax back. So True. It's personally due. And there's like a thing going around where the government's given everyone $1,000 extra on their tax return. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, there's a big incentive for me to do it sooner. That's true. We've done that a couple times. Mm. Back in like the mid-2000s, kind of like when you were having a recession, mm-hmm. the government was yeah. like, here's 1000 bucks." Like, thanks. Or like $500 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, here they did like a stimulus package, and it was like everyone got nine hundred bucks. That's what it was. Uh, stimulus. There had to be, yeah. yeah. There had to be like over eighteen. And I think I was seventeen at the time. I'm like, ah. <laughs> lame. Yeah. What bothers me about the whole your employer has to send you this information is like, mm-hmm. dear the government, my company pays payroll taxes on everything they ever give to me. You know how much money they gave me over the year. Why do I have to report this? <clears throat> I understand reporting my like YouTube income, I guess, maybe, or some Patreon stuff that I get. But even then, like, come on. My main income that I get from my company, you know how much I got paid. Why do I have to tell you what it is? Just, it should be easier than it is, is all I'm saying. Um, I mean, probably, I was going to, like, I don't know how to make my point because I'm about to make my point. But then the government would know how much you make, right? Um, <laughs> well, they do. That's my whole point. <laughs> but but uh, your company probably pays payroll taxes in bulk. It doesn't break it down by how much they pay per person. They probably say we paid this much total in taxes, not we paid this person this much and then this person this much. So mm. the government wouldn't know how much you make individually from your boss, just how much they paid people. Hmm, maybe. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Taxes reported individually. All right, Google, this is a hard one. 
<laughs> Payroll tax. Employers must file reports of aggregate unemployment tax quarterly and annually. Yada yada yada. Aggregate. Yeah. Well, that's unemployment tax. Mm. This isn't payroll taxes. Oh, unemployment tax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is too hard to Google. We'll figure it out some <laughs> other time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah. Anywho. Anywho, taxes. Good. Yeah, get those done. Get that money. Yeah. What will I treat myself with the money? Mm, motorcycle I mean, accessories. Uh, no. Um, I've kind of already got the ones I want. Ah, <laughs> like, that is a problem then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, there's one more thing that I would do to the bike, which is I would put a uh, side-mounted license plate. So instead of taking it off, like, the back wheel area and put it on the side of the back wheel. Hmm, okay. That sounds cool. It's very minor. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably look into it. Like, I don't think that would be hugely expensive because it's a bracket that I need to buy. <laughs> right. Uh, probably won't be $900. Yeah. No, it probably won't be. No. Um, I, yeah. So other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I spent it on. It was back when I was, like, newly married and I had a kid and we were in school. So it was like, we did not have cash. I'm sure we spent it on something boring like groceries at the time. <laughs> Which is not the point of the stimulus, I can tell you that much. They wanted us to buy cars and stuff. But nope. I no mean, car buying. any spending would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, like it, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter where you bought it. You would get the same GDP increase with that's any true. product. So buying... Buying groceries is probably the right thing to do. Yeah, I suppose. Although I think there are certain industries that like they want to grow with stimulus, and food isn't mm. one of those things. Like I don't think grocery yeah. stores really feel much of a hit during a recession because people need to buy food anyway. Mm. But I think they'd rather you grow industries that shrink during recessions, I think is the idea. Right, right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about it. Like, you must spend this money here. Right, right. right. I, I think it would be easier in that case to say, okay, we're just going to send everyone an iPhone, right? If that's like, or, you know, whatever product they want, industry they want to grow, is just spend the money for people already. Then you guarantee it goes there. True. Hmm. I, macroeconomics is such a crazy system. It's faith-based. I've said that a lot. I really believe it is. Anyway. True. Meh. Meh, meh, meh. Taxes. Such a sexy topic. Taxes. <laughs> the best. Yeah, that's really kind of it. Solitaire and taxes. Yep. That's my life. At this point. At this, at this very moment. Yes. There is a crazy local story in the Salt Lake Valley over the last month or so. Okay. So this University of Utah student goes missing. Mm-hmm. And... It's like, okay, so, you know, 21-year-old woman goes missing. It's like, well, she's an adult, and, like, maybe she just took off to Vegas for the weekend or something, didn't tell anybody. So there's not, like, a huge crazy thing going about it at first. But then, like, it's three days, and it's four days, and it's a week, and it starts getting traction in the news. Um, and then, yeah, basically over the course of the next few days, it comes out that she's on this, like, sugar daddy dating website. Mm -hmm. where like it's very straight up young women uh, 
offering to be companions to older men who have money in exchange for this money. Right. So it's a really interesting line there. I don't know if I don't get too far into it, but it's prostitution without technically being prostitution, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this is what she's been doing. So everybody's like, "This is I didn't know this was a thing. So that was big. Because nobody <laughs> apparently was aware this was going on in like an official context. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it ends up that she met up with somebody involved in this at 3 a.m. at a local park, got kidnapped and murdered, and then burned in this dude's backyard. Hmm. So this is a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a rough story. Actually, right. I remember you telling me this story. Say what? Um, I remember you telling me this story. Yeah. Oh, did I already talk about that on the pod? Uh, no, you did that while we were filling time for Maynard. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. That did not make it in. Did come up. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was rough stuff. And it's just, um, I don't know, I guess it increased awareness that there's this particular type of um, transaction going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's People an are now aware. I don't think it's an app yet. I think it's more of just a uh, website. Uh, I mean, surely that's something they could do over like Craigslist. Sure, but I don't think. I think if it was Craigslist, they would have just said Craigslist. Maybe there was uh. a Facebook group. Actually, that was a thing. A lot of people were like reporting that she was doing this, and then other people were upset because you don't know that. You can't prove it. Why are you? You know, why are you saying all these terrible things about this poor missing girl? And then people found Facebook posts in like public groups about this where she's all, oh, yeah, it's easy. Just here's how you connect with people and here's what you got to do. And it's like, oh, man, she was very straight up (laughs) about this. She was not hiding this whatsoever. I felt bad for her parents, too. Like, anyway, I just can't imagine. Like, if I don't know. I think they knew. Uh, I think they know now. I'm sure they know now, but I just can't imagine this double whammy of being like, oh, crap, my daughter's missing and she's murdered. Oh, and she was a prostitute. Huh. These are some new information bits being assimilated into my brain, and I'm probably 50 or 60 years old at this point. I mean, sure, but I I don't think... (laughs) It's just a matter of is prostitution a problem or not, and I don't know. Like, it comes down to whether or not they thought it was a problem, and if yes, then it probably was a big surprise. Um, and if not, then I think it's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> she she had a Ferrari, she was selling the Ferrari. like <laughs> <laughs> To bring her back in a loop? To use a, a cute euphemism. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, I know. It's it's a very American attitude to be like prostitution is morally wrong. A lot of other countries are like so. It's, it's a Puritan founding of our country. England was like these people are weirdos. Send them to the new colonies, and then they took over. Well, um, uh, it's one of those things where I'm not sure where I learned the information, but Puritans left England so they could practice religious persecution. Yeah, <laughs> which I yeah. And it's, without being persecuted because their religion was persecuting other religion. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge mess. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they yeah, were like, still... we'd like to parade people through the town square and brand them when they do mm-hmm. things that we think are against God. And England was like, I mean, we like God and everything, but man. <laughs> <laughs> we want workers and 
you know, stuff not dying <laughs> for silly reasons. Yeah. Yeah. For right. So they are the crazy people. Yep. And that's just where the morality I mean, is based in America now. It comes from that, those people, basically. Right. There was a story of a guy who uh, the Puritans basically accused him of having sex with a pig. Right, as you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the pig had babies, and one of them, like, this guy was not a good-looking fella. Right? Apparently one of the pig's babies looked like this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Sorry, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Abomination so before the like, Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And the Puritans basically said, "Look, if you admit your crime, there'll be just uh, there'll, there'll be mercy shown to you." Nope. And so the guy who was, you know, not very popular and now accused of having sexual relations with that pig, bestiality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, he he said, "Okay, well, they'll show me mercy if I just admit to it. Like everyone wants to have a laugh on me, or whatever." Admits to it, and. Uh, they hold a mock trial where they use the pig as a witness. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then they put the guy to death and he's like, I thought you'd show me mercy. And he's like, God will show you mercy, but our justice is your death. Sounds about right, actually. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, not fun th- time to be alive. Not that there was a good outcome for this dude. It's not like no. if he proclaims his innocence, he's still, he's not going to die anyway. Because he is. Right. Yeah. He, he's, they probably had him sealed on that point. <laughs> it's honestly, I firmly believe all of this insanity was a result of way too much free time. Like, people literally just, they farmed, and then after that, there was no TV. There were no video games. It's not like they were reading all of the latest books or comic books that were out at the time. And all they had to do was sit around and think of crazy stuff about what God <laughs> wanted. <laughs> it's interesting you think people back then had more free time than they do now. Yeah. No, farming was full-time. No, it wasn't. Right? The like, sun goes you, you down, go, and you are done, my friend. You are no, the finished. Sun, the sun, sun goes down, and you go to bed. Eh. Nah. You still have a couple hours to think about what God wants. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so a couple hours versus these yeah. days where people can literally do nothing all day. Yeah. No, but they have TV. They have endless entertainment options. The last time an American sat there for 30 minutes and just thought about their own thoughts was never it was so long ago it was before the advent of the radio <laughs> i mean i don't know no i don't think so because people still do crazy dumb stuff for reasons that god tells them yeah but it doesn't get to the point where like society is doing this garbage uh yeah yeah it does no it doesn't yeah yeah it does they don't execute people for bestiality <laughs> Your uh, vice president believes electroshock therapy can cure people of homosexuality. I think that's a bit crazy, and he references because God says so. Yes, but he didn't come up with that idea. That's been around for a long time. There are residual (laughs) bad ideas that have trickled down that people are just like, yeah, whatever. That's what people believed a long time ago. Clearly, it's true. So that makes it okay. No, I'm saying there are not new ideas because people don't have time to sit around and think up new ideas of bad things. You don't think maybe all the ideas are done? Uh, I think crazy new ideas. Well, I don't know. There's the whole vaccine thing. Hmm. Mm. Maybe not. That's maybe I'm backtracking here. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna think about this. I do honestly think though that society is safer 
than it's ever been in general just because people spend so much time just being entertained oh yeah yeah historically this is the safest time to be alive yeah and i think that's a lot of it yeah i think people aren't wandering the streets as much as they used to i think people are just their attention is elsewhere they're being pacified Mm -hmm. There's that, mm. uh, I think we talked about this before. I might have posted it in the Discord, but there's a Calvin and Hobbes where, uh, boy, what was it? Anyway, there's a quote from Karl Marx that says, religion is the opiate of the masses and that it keeps them mm-hmm. pacified and keeps them, you know, at home. Right. Uh, I know that quote from Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. From Far Cry as well, which we have played. Uh, but then... The Calvin and Hobbes, the TV, like basically responds and says, you know, Marx hadn't seen anything yet. Basically, the TV <laughs> is the same thing. It's the opiate that keeps everybody fairly pacified. I mean, obviously, crime is not at zero, and obviously, a lot of terrible things happen all the time. But comparatively, it's not too bad compared to where it used to be. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say pacification is one way to look at it. Um, giving us something to engage with isn't strictly speaking pacification. Uh, uh, TV was one step; the internet's way better, right? Um, compared to religion, but now we're at a point where a lot of the problems seem to be religion. <laughs> like, it's no the things people are getting mad about are religion now that they're meeting, right? Well, have met and interacted and for a long time. You have like a power struggle between. To religious bases, um, I, I like it. We'd now have pacification in other ways that religion doesn't even do it. That's my point there. What do you mean? Well, I, people like uh, like we have internet and TV, and people are getting you know that idea of being pacified, right? Yeah. Right. But what are, like, a lot of the biggest controversial controversial things that are happening now seems to be religion-based. Right? Like, we now... Now that we have this other thing, the other one is actually making... Causing issues. Right? Like, it was all well and good for everyone to be a Puritan in the time of the Puritans, but now it's like, oh, Puritans are here, and there's also Muslims, Christianity... Uh, half a half a dozen other religions all sitting around, and you end up with conflicts over that, and it's not keeping people pacified anymore. And I'm wondering if TV is getting weaker as internet gets bigger. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there is the whole argument I made before about uh, the internet allows people who have rare ideas to find other people who have the same rare idea and then think it's a mm-hmm. good idea because a lot of people share their opinion. Sure. Uh, so yeah, in that sense, I think the internet can encourage that sort of thing where like bad ideas can gain steam just because people will find each other on the internet. Mm-hmm. Whereas before you were pretty much restricted to your own village. And if nobody in your village agreed with you, you pretty much just gave up on it. Right. I mean, I think village, like, at the point where something doesn't spread from village to village was way long ago. Uh, going back even, like, five, six hundred years, you had uh, religion as a power, you know, as, like, the idea of religion gaining steam because other people agreed and believed with it. Like, that spread 
from villa to village very easily Hmm. because you ended up like because you had kingdoms right like go back to when there were kingdoms and they're like okay we have defined areas and the king you know probably had some religious influence like you know the king uh, the queen of england's also like the head of the uh church of england yeah so it, it clearly the idea that you have to worship the same deity as that if you're within that area was had to be true right that idea that something could spread like a bad idea could spread from villa to village is obviously true because it did sure but i i still think it has to have a certain amount of appeal i think if literally one person in a village has an idea that nobody in the village agrees with i don't know that that spreads i think it has to have some level of people are on board with it whether it's religion because people like you know need something to believe in or they find the arguments compelling but yeah, I really feel like it has to get some kind of traction locally before it becomes the official religion of your kingdom. Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. But but whereas today it's hard, it, it's hard to view that uh uh in comparison today because obviously we can only see the uh the things that had appeal and that did spread, right? Something that didn't spread, we don't hear about it. Same with today. If, if like Avalo meme meme is spread because they think the the teachings are appealing, then that's why we know about it. Right. right? But, if nobody cared, we wouldn't know. Right. So how do you? But what how, I'm saying like, is, if you, I'm the only person in my entire city who likes Avalo, and I find his video cassettes at the local blockbuster, right? And I try to talk to other people about it, but nobody cares. Nobody else likes it. Everybody I have access to has no interest in this and thinks it's a bad thing. Like, I'm not going to be emboldened in my belief in the religion of Avalo and keep preaching it. I'm going to give up. I'm going to keep it to myself at some point, right? Uh, but if you yeah, can go on that... Twitch and find a thousand other people from all across the world who also agree that Avalo is the best, then you're emboldened and you'll keep it going. Yeah. This is my theory. That's it. That's just my theory. Is that the internet allows people who otherwise would just keep quiet about their stupid ideas. It emboldens them and they keep pushing. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I think it makes it easier, but I don't think that's a new concept. Right. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm coming up with anything. (sighs) I just think. No. Explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, even back in times of villages... Concepts still spread. That was my point, I think. Yeah. If, I'm agreeing with you, if, but just I think your time scale is a bit off. But it has to be massively popular for some reason. Uh, the further back you go, you need a larger success to kickstart it. Does that make sense? Right, but I'm not talking about massive success. I'm not talking about massive success here. Like, well, rel- I think it's relative. Yeah, I, I relatively think it's relative. speaking. It, the f- yeah. The further back you go, you needed massive success, but today you don't because the it's easier. Yep. What you what you need is lower. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. It can be a good thing or that can be a bad thing. Sure can be. It can allow people who another would have never otherwise gotten an audience get an audience for good reasons, and the same mm-hmm. thing for bad reasons. So. It is what it is. It's a tool. Yeah, he is a tool. It's how, um, pe- it's how people use it. Hey, you know what we have to talk about, though? What? Rainer. Oh, yeah, yeah, that kid. I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, that kid. So, I like Rainer. You like Rainer. 
He's good at StarCraft. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's, yeah. He was 16 until like three weeks ago, <laughs> which is insane. And just like uh-huh. doing super well, qualifying for WCS in his first year he possibly could, you know, getting runners up at major WCS events. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then at Home Story Cup, he gets he gets knocked down to the losers bracket, gets three would by Hero Marine. Oof. And I'm like, okay, that's probably where he is right now. And then at Kiev, it's like, I'm just gonna win the whole darn thing. And Cyril's here, by the way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm gonna beat uh, him in a seven game series. Insane. Yeah. 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 Kids. Uh kids uh moving on up he's good he's good at this game (laughs) yes he's very good at this game very good so one thing i noticed so the hero marine series okay so i went back and i actually cast the hero marine games versus rainer from home story cup okay and they're like 25 30 minute long epic games and he just loses three of them in a row right and they're close Mm. and they're hard fought he just goes down and then you watch what he does against Hero Marine in the semifinal at Kiev, and it's like aggressive stuff. It's really interesting. He's basically like, all right, so I've tried this whole passive thing against Hero Marine. He's pretty scary when he gets his late game comp up, but I think there are some windows in here in which I can actually get some damage done, get some Ling run buys, get some Veiling busts, show up with some Ravagers and Roaches and try to get stuff done, and he did. And that's how he took Hero Marine down. It was so different from his strategy that he did against uh, against the exact same player back at um, back at uh, Home Story Cup. Mm. So it was just interesting to see the evolution there. Like he clearly looked at those games, learned from them, maybe saw some weaknesses in Hero Marine's game, then exploited them in some pretty good matches. Right. And then ZVZ yeah. is just a freaking clown fiesta. <laughs> I mean, people have said it's Serral's weakest uh, matchup. Um, Which is this, it is uh, according to Ligalac, it is. Yeah, so this is more ammo for that argument, right? It's like, oh, look at that, lost a ZVZ best of seven to Rainer, seventeen-year-old kid. Well, I, I I prefer to think of it as it it says Rainer's doing well more than it says, oh yeah, that really is Serral's weakest matchup matchup because he did win BlizzCon in a ZVZ, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. When all the chips are on the table, if that's when he's winning, I don't think it's his worst matchup. Uh, I've also heard people say that we don't really know how Serral goes against proper Korean Terrans at the moment. Right. Because he just never never versus them, and he played, like, one in BlizzCon. Right. <laughs> right. So that could be his worst, worst matchup because it's untested, and we just don't know. True. We'll have to get more information as the year goes on. Yes. Yeah. Superton- uh, not, no, he's not playing it soon. Uh, GSL vs. The World should be coming soon. Yeah, that's going to be a lot first. of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the ZVZ final, it's just like Rainer gets his hive sniped. And he's like, well, I better just go then. And he wins. It's like, huh, ZVZ. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how that works. I, I was watching some of those matches at work, and uh, Rainer, like, forgot roach speed yes. twice. Yes. And won. <laughs> and won. <I> just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, ZVZ... I understand people hate TVT. I get that. Terran players hate playing TVT, but man, ZVZ is just like, huh? Well, I, I this was yeah. weird. I Z- don't know why I lost exactly here. 
Welcome to ZBZ. We're going to flip some coins and then play a video game. Yeah, totally. We'll take the coin result. Yeah. It's like, oh, one bailing hit. Done. <laughs> like one crazy yeah, weird feel. roach engagement where I have better upgrades and more roaches than my opponent, but they win anyway? <laughs> and they were attacking into a choke? I had that happen to me the other day. I still don't know how I lost that game. Like, I Nidus uh, him, and I wipe out his main, and his natural, and his third, and then he just runs across the map to try to kill me, and so I Nidus back home, and I've got 2-2, two, two, and he's got 1-1, one, one, and he's attacking into my natural base, and he wins. And I'm like, wait, who did... Ha, what? I, I, I have watched that fight four times, and I have no idea what happened. And I, told, I chatted him about it. I'm like, what happened there? He's like, I don't know, man. I stopped getting 2-2 two, two because I noticed the same thing happened to me sometimes, too. Upgrades don't matter as much as apparently they're supposed to in Diamond 2. Makes no mm -hmm. sense, man. Did he like focus down the weak ones? Like, was he doing like proper micro? Maybe. Like, what was going on? What was I'd going have, on? I'd have to watch that a little more closely. Like, maybe he was target firing really well. Hmm. Anyway, like, it was yeah, gross. Could just. Yeah. I, I had so That's much faith in my upgrades it. and my bigger numbers. It was just like, wow, I should have had some lurkers. <laughs> is what I should have had. Anyway, mm. ladder. <laughs> Who needs it? <laughs> anyway, I just want to see more from Rainer. I like it when young kids get stuff done in sports. Yeah, so this means he's like guaranteed for BlizzCon. Yeah, right? yeah, he's got a spot. Good, 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 good. Mm -hmm. Guarantees we'll see more of him on big yeah, stakes. More foreigner representation of BlizzCon is nice. I like it. Well, I mean, it's always going to be the same. Uh, it's it's mm -hmm. uh, eight Koreans, eight foreigners. Right, <laughs> it's always that. Oh. Is it not? <laughs> I guess I was just thinking if Serral wins every WCS event like he did last year, it doesn't... He'll be the only foreigner there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> do, you, do you remember how last year he played, but other foreigners still turned yeah, up? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so we still have the slots available. This just guarantees he gets one. Yes. Okay. That's cool then. Um, yeah. Although, uh, I was watching GSL, and Classic currently has, because there's only, like, this season of GSL and then GSL vs. the World for, I, I think that might be the only two, um, for getting WCS ranking points. Classic is actually set to go to BlizzCon. He's, like, he's got the points. He would have to, like, lose everything between now and then, but he just made it around a 16 of GSL. And... Oh, it might be the round of 32, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 16. 16. It was definitely 16. Okay. Um, but because he has to go to military service by the end of the year, he won't go. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's garbage. I like Classic. He's good. He's been getting better. <laughs> yeah, he's real good, but uh, won't be at BlizzCon. And he might not even make it to the end of this season of GSL. I heard Taste uh, uh. is talking about <laughs> Man, and people never come back from military service and are as good as they were. Not yet. Uh, I, not yet, but we did have like four people back from military service this yeah. season of GSL. All making it to the round of 32. Who? Uh, um, Super. Okay. Um, God, I don't remember the names. Not Polt. Uh, no, not Polt. Um, God, I was... Literally watching, there was like a bracket with two of them. I'm just going to pull up the bracket. Okay. Cause yep. We had Dream and Fantasy. I know them. Tasia. 
Did Taja qualify? Yeah. Nice Taja. job, Taja. Well, uh, I know he qualified for the round of 32. Cool. I'm down with that. I don't think he qualified for the round of 16. Mm. So Solar hasn't uh, done his military service yet. Ha- he hasn't? Nope. Okay. thought he did. I might be thinking of Hydra. But he, I think he, yeah. he also left because he had a kid, I think. Um, <laughs> it's hard to, hard to remember. Um, basically, all of them... I, I mean, all the people that came back, they all came back from military service and managed to qualify for GSL, which is great. Uh, they also all did basically nothing, right? They were all like, yep. all right, we're looking pretty good. We're getting back, and everyone's saying next year. Like, just look at them next year. Right. Um, so that should be interesting because it'll finally settle the debate. We should have enough players to look at being like, who comes back from military service looking really good, yeah. if anyone. I hope so. Because apparently... I also heard uh, Thestos is talking about Bisu, about how Bisu is very nearly out of military. Yeah, uh, right? September. And he's practicing. Yeah, he's practicing and he's playing. Mm-hmm. He can't compete in tournaments because you're not allowed to earn money in any other way apart from working in the military. Yeah. Right? So if the a tournament has a prize pool, he just can't play, even though he's. He also can't stream his matches that he's playing because that can be seen as a form of income for a pro gamer. Right. right even right. if he doesn't take money, like donations or anything, it, he just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he's looking really good. He's almost 30, man. It is hard to be elite when you're 30 at StarCraft. Classic is 29. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair. White Rod did pretty mm-hmm. well into his 30s, too. So it can mm-hmm. be done. If anybody can do it, I believe Bisu can. Yeah. I just, Bisu's I w- pretty good. Yeah. I just, I'd rather people come back good from these things. So... Uh, the football team I, I root for, BYU, they have a thing where their players will go on two-year uh, religious missions. Oh, okay. And they will come back, and they're never as good as before they left. The vast majority of the time, like the best players in the college, in the football team's program did not actually go on these missions. They didn't go. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just bums me out to see it happening in StarCraft and in my sports ball team, too. It's like, I'd rather people mm. take the break and then come back and somehow be just as good as they were or better. I'd prefer that. It sucks when they leave and they come back worse. It makes me sad. T- turns out you can't stop doing something and get better at it. <laughs> I know, right? How yeah. weird is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, Bomber was in there. Just... FYI, and Who? Tage's uh, Bomber. Bomber, got it. Yeah. Bomber's Bomber. too. Um, I thought you said yeah, Bumble uh, or something. Mm-hmm. He's, Bumbler, uh, you know, Bumbler. Bumbler. Um, He's 31 already. Dang, Bomber. Dang. Uh, yeah, Tage's games have not been played yet. Okay. So. Go, Tage. Yeah. I'd love to see Tage. Tage's playing well. He's just not playing, like, top 10 in the world well yet. No. Uh, his group is trapped. Tasia, Solar, and Patience. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's rough stuff. Although Solar is generally better in these offline tournaments than he is in the big stuff. Mm. So I don't know. Who knows? Like, if you look at Solar's Liquidpedia page, he just has win after win after win on these, like, tournaments where you don't, you've never heard of them. He's beating good players. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's beating up on GMs or anything. 
Right. But like when it comes to actual GSL major events, he doesn't do as well, which is fair. You know, at these smaller events, mm. you'd have to beat like two people maybe mm-hmm. to get the win. And yep. here it's like, it's a whole, it's a whole big thing. You gotta be a lot of different people. It's harder. So fine. Uh, okay. Have you ever heard of Masters Coliseum 5, that tournament? Masters Coliseum 5? Nope. Okay, well, Tasia uh, came third or fourth, it doesn't say. Uh, he took home $750. Nice. Doesn't even list, like, Liquipedia doesn't even list who he lost to. <laughs> it's so small. Yeah. He got $700 for third place, and they're not even yeah. listing who was, there's not even a bracket? That's crazy. <laughs> Um, Master Coliseum. Five. Well, I mean, I was just looking at his results page. Like he didn't say. But like under achievements. Yeah. Oh no, you're right. I'm looking at it here too. Everything else though. Yeah. Like even the was, like Africa worlds. Uh huh. Reports. I guess that's because we do brackets, but maybe they don't do a bracket on Team Liquid, and Wikipedia was like, we can't be bothered. Well, I'm looking at uh, Masters Coliseum 5. Oh, there is a page. And it, yeah, it shows uh, who he lose to. Dang, he... Th- he, <laughs> he lost to Sue. Yeah, he got 4-3'd by Sue. Yeah. After he 3 0 no stats. Holy crap, dude. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. This was a pretty stats stacked whatever this is. Sue, Hero, Solar, Stats, Cure, Zest, Deer, and Innovation. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> like winning that. Yeah, to win it, Sue three two hero, four three solar, and four three cure. That's a lot of work for a three round tournament. It's mm-hmm. a lot of Starcraft. Yeah. Yeah. And he ended <laughs> up taking home three thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah. It's not bad. Good work, Sue. Yeah, not bad. Sue for... just got eliminated from GSL. Ah come on, Sue. <laughs> Cannot come second in, the, in this one. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> you leave Sue alone. <laughs> oh, Sue me. Uh, he got his win. He's happy. Yeah. He's probably he's just complacent at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Sue can go all the way. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I think you can do pretty well. Did you see Reno's comment? Uh, during his interview with Smix after the uh, after the game, which one? Which comment? <laughs> uh, about the trophy being lighter than he thought it would be. Yeah, he's like, oh, I thought it would be heavier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the big man now. That's incredible. <laughs> he's funny. Uh, yeah, good, funny kid. Should get him on the pod now that he's famous. <laughs> oh man. You just remind me of a story. So I know I should, on YouTube, I should not be watching stuff like um, The Late Show or whatever, right? Because it's not good for YouTube. Well, it's good for YouTube, but it's not good for, like, sport creators. But uh, I saw a Graham Norton clip. Yeah, okay. What? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a Graham Norton clip, which had Tom Holland and Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Nice, okay. I'm like, all right, Tom Holland just came out of Spider-Man. I'm going to watch this. Gwyneth Paltrow is insane. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's an insane woman, right? Like, I don't need to explain that to you. No. But she was talking about when she was, like, in her mid-20s, like, young mid-20s, and uh, she won her first Emmy for some performance in a movie I've not seen or heard of. And, like, 
she was talking about how that can be bad for young people because people start removing barriers and then you stop feeling like you need to work for stuff and stuff just gets given to you. Yep, that screws up young people real fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she was telling about how her dad had to like sit her down and be like, well, you're kind of an asshole, right? (laughs) I'm I'm like, and, and she was like, and I, so I, you know, I really worked and had to change and, you know, I'm, I think I'm a much better person now for it. I'm like, now you're a better person, right? Like, because Gwyneth Paltrow is a crazy woman. Yes. Um, um, and so Tom Holland was like, yeah, uh, my, my, my dad, uh, he, you know, he has this line and it's like, oh, you're such a movie star whenever I start doing anything a little bit dickish, you know? <laughs> Excellent. And Tom Holland goes, yeah, but I found a way to get it back to him. And I just go, you know what? Yeah, I am a movie star. That's not a comeback at all. That's the whole point that dad's trying to make. No. Tom Holland's just like, yeah, I'm a movie star. Yeah, get over it. Mm. (laughs) He's like 22. It's not like his dad's going to shame him into behaving better at this point. Uh, I mean, he could try. He can try. Some people, I guess, listen to their parents when they're 22. Do you think Tom Holland doesn't? I don't know. I don't think my parents could shame me once I moved out of the house and was like on my own. I was done with that. Does does Tom Holland live with his parents? I don't know. I hope not. That'd be weird, man. He's literally 22. He looks like he's 16 and he probably always will. So so you can't live with your parents when you're 22? You can. You can. But not if you have like $30 million in your bank account. I don't Mm. think that's okay. No? Okay. I mean, I guess maybe you just love your parents a lot and uh, you just, like, bought a huge house and you all live together. That'd be fine, I suppose. Yeah, like, what's the difference between living with your parents and having your parents live with you? Right. Yeah. Who who pays the mortgage, I guess, is the thing. Well, I mean, does he even have a mortgage? He probably just bought it in cash. Right. So whoever paid for the house or is paying for the house, whichever one of those applies, that (laughs) is who is being lived with. Unless yeah. maybe he's like, I need to feel what it's like to be a real human. I need to write a check for my mortgage every month. I wish to be a real boy. I wish to pay interest on something, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, what has he ever taken a loan out for? Maybe his education? Probably. Mm, Probably had student car? loans of some kind. He's English. They don't have cars in England. English? He's American. Tom Holland? Isn't he? No. <laughs> See, he doesn't have an English accent. Correct. His, Eng- his American accent is very good. He was born in Kingston upon Thames <laughs> in the United Kingdom. He's very British. Uh, he is British. Apparently, um, did you really watch this late night show thing with Tom Holland? Yeah. I, uh, was he yeah. speaking in an American <laughs> accent? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like super American. It was like the same as him in Spider-Man. It's American in Spider-Man. It's not English. <laughs> I I can't hear Tom Holland's accent, apparently. Send me the link. I must see. Uh, God, this is where <laughs> I briefly mentioned something. You need to shame me about it. <sighs> Go figure. Okay, hold up. Blah, blah, blah. Gwyneth Paltrow talks for a while. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Tom Holland portion. Oh my gosh, that's such an English accent. What is wrong with you? 
we're putting this in the show notes. And if Somicron didn't put this in the show notes, like hit me on Discord and I'll show you what we're talking about here. Can you please give me the link then? Oh yeah, I sure. Find the video. <laughs> Your Google is broken apparently. Thank you. It's at the like one thirty mark. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like crazy British, but it's definitely not an American accent. Sure. Also, no American says a bit dickish. Like <laughs> never. <laughs> that is not a thing we say. Why not? Because we don't. It's a very English saying. Apparently, maybe Australian, too. Maybe in New Zealand, they say it, too. I wouldn't have a clue. I've never been. Right. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, like... There is no way an American has ever said, when I'm getting a bit dickish, there's never been a time that's ever happened. (laughs) You you sound way more British than he did. And two, uh, the, the reason why it sounded like... Uh, it was an Americanism is because in America on talk shows and stuff they're not allowed to swear but in England you can totally uh, this, right so it felt like he was trying to be coy and like step around the word asshole or something or do something douchery right like mm. it sounded like he was trying to avoid that and dickish is what came to mind as like oh this quaint little uh, English phrase that maybe they might say right yeah. I didn't mean I, I like I never said I thought his phrasing was you know, a hard hardline American sayings or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess that. An American would just say, "If I'm ever being a dick, that's it. Mm. That's how you say that in American." Mm. Okay. Okay. I will keep that in mind. Excellent. Write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's. It recorded in podcast form for all posterity, so that counts. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> Timestamp 116. Got it. <laughs> I mean, this one's going long. I know. We're yeah, over time. Works. We need to wrap this up. We were almost done, and then I want to talk about StarCraft. There was a lot mm, to talk about. True. So, yeah. I bet there are some people that listen to the pod every week, and they're like, man, I hope there's StarCraft in this one. And then sometimes there isn't, and they're sad. <laughs> Probably, yeah. 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 It made them happy this time, though. He just had to wait for an hour. Then we got there. I mean, maybe they're happy. Maybe they lear- hear it, and then they're like, oh, my God, that's what they're talking about. Clearly, this other thing is the thing worth talking about. It's a fair point, actually. Yeah. Hmm. So, as always, if you got feedback for the podcast, uh, talk to us in the Discord <laughs> channel. Discord channel? Discord server. There's a channel specifically for the podcast, though. You could talk to us there. You could. Also, you can send me an email at falconpaladin at gmail.com with, like, podcast feedback. I'd appreciate that. Mm. Anyway. Cool. Anything else we need to cover before we go? I don't think so. Excellent. All right. Got some anime to watch. Got some StarCraft to watch. Got some taxes to do. (laughs) But, yeah, that's it for us today. Thanks for hanging out with us, spending time listening to the Falcon Paladin Hour. Please check out the merchandise. You can check out the Patreon page as well. And until next time, as always, thanks for being here. And you take care of yourself.